Hey guys, welcome back to the podcast. My name's Em. If you don't know, now you know. Um, hi guys. Oh my god, it's Christmas when this comes out. I just realized that. It's the night of the 23rd. Like, it is currently 2am. Um, which means my neighbors are probably gonna hate me. So, if we're a little whispery today, that's why. Um, Merry Christmas, guys. If you celebrate Christmas, happy holidays whatever else is socially acceptable to say. So I didn't upload last week, which sucked. Um, I was on quite literally my deathbed. (laughs) I have had this rager of a cold that I'm on like day, I think this is day 13. And it's today's a lot better. But like last night, I really struggled to sleep because I was coughing all night. My throat still really hurts and I don't have a ton of a voice. Like, I'm probably going to lose my voice after recording this. Um, But that's okay. So, yeah. I didn't upload last week because I couldn't even talk for, like, five seconds without having to cough. And it was... It was just going to be a shit show. Like, it was, you know... So, whatever. That was... What can... You know. What what can you do? Also, remember how last episode I said that I was going to be more consistent on the podcast i think there was a couple things that i said well i like have to talk about first of all i didn't post three times a week on the instagram for the podcast um whoops i feel like i just don't like sometimes i feel like i don't know what to post there like i don't know i don't know how to explain it but i did post regularly on my gym page which is fun. Not that that affects you guys, but you know, what else? Um, I didn't journal every day. I think that was one of the other things I said I was going to do. I think I did it for like four days and then I forgot once and then I never, I haven't picked it up since then. So I don't think I've journaled since like Wednesday of last week and it's well, Sunday morning, I guess, you know, so that went out the fucking window, but it's okay. Um, how was your guys' last two weeks? What did you do? Who'd you see? Who'd you chat with? Are you guys excited for the holidays? I'm excited. This is the first year that I'm not spending Christmas like at my parents' house, I guess. They're coming here. So like my parents and my siblings are all coming to my house, which is a really weird feeling um, because like I don't know like you grow up and christmas is always like at least for me i obviously know people are in different family situations and whatnot but for me christmas was always at like me going somewhere so whether that be like obviously when i lived at home i didn't have to go home but you know what i mean but the last couple of years of me not living at home it's been like christmas i've driven home to family and then this year we're doing it here, which is wild. I'm very excited. I'm incredibly anxious about it just because my house, I spent the last like three hours cleaning the house. And then in the morning, I, there's just like a lot of stuff that I feel like I have to do, even though my mom, like I was on the phone with my sister and my mom like was also there. And she was telling me, she's like, you do not have to clean. Like it's just us. Like there's absolutely nothing to stress about. Which I obviously know, I obviously know, but that doesn't like take away me feeling like, 
oh, I need to like have everything ready and so on and so forth, you know, but whatever. The house is as clean as it's going to get. I'm going to, I need to run and get groceries quick in the morning because my sister has requested that I make bread. So I'm going to make bread and I also want to make cinnamon buns because I've been craving cinnamon buns. I don't care if nobody else wants them. I want them. Um, but yeah, so that's the plan for tomorrow. I don't know that we're doing anything super crazy. I want to take my brother to the gym because he's never worked out at my gym before. So I'm hoping that we can go do like a drop-in workout. And I also want to go skating. So my brother brought his skates or is bringing his skates, I guess. And I hope that he can convince my sister to bring hers. My mom doesn't have skates, so that we've got to figure out. But anyways, yeah, we don't really do a ton for Christmas. Like last year, we rented a cabin and that's what we did for Christmas last year. We did like a week at this cabin and it was awesome. Honestly, that was like the best thing we could have done. Like if we could do that every year, I'd be 100% on board with that. Um, but yeah, we don't really, we're not like super huge. I don't know. We just always keep it low key. We're going to play board games. I want to learn how to play. Last year for Christmas, we bought my dad like a pretty nice like backgammon board because my parents like board games. We all like board games. And I thought that would be a fun one because it's a two person game. So I thought it would be fun for him and my mom to learn how to play so that they like have a game to play together that doesn't involve like a ton of effort. Like it's pretty simple to set up and whatnot. I don't know that they've played it, but I I was scrolling on TikTok the other night and a like how to play backgammon step-by-step video came up and I watched the entire like eight minute TikTok on how to play backgammon. So I think they're bringing it because now I wanna like actually learn how to play. So I think we're gonna do that. We play sequence a lot, that's like, a fam favorite um what else i don't know and then we'll probably just watch movies we'll do presents monday morning um yeah i don't know so that's what we're gonna be doing what are you guys doing do you guys have christmas traditions you know what's wild i so like i don't know that i've ever met somebody um like growing up that didn't celebrate christmas but like was Catholic. Like I have a coworker who she was like raised Catholic and whatnot. And I asked her a couple weeks ago, like when I started putting up Christmas decorations at work or whatever, I asked her, I was like, oh, are you guys doing anything for Christmas? And she's like, oh, we actually don't celebrate Christmas. I was like, wait, really? And she was like, yeah, like we, she was like, we do like family, like we'll get together with family and whatnot. But she's like, we don't really do presents. We don't do the whole the whole nine and yeah I don't think I'd ever obviously I've like met people that don't celebrate because of like difference of religion you know like and that's like whatever but I don't know that I had ever met somebody that was Catholic but didn't celebrate Christmas you know anyways I thought that was cool so if you guys don't celebrate Christmas do you celebrate any winter holidays and if so what are they maybe I'll make a poll at the end of this video which none of you guys do the polls um so that's rude <laughs> but maybe i'll do one at the end of the video so if you listen on spotify go answer the questions at the end of the episode yeah i don't know i am really excited 
for Christmas is I'm in the least Christmassy mood I think I've ever been in. I think it has a lot to do with the fact that we have no snow. It's plus two today and like it feels like April. So it's just really, you know, it doesn't feel very Christmassy, but that's okay. Um, hopefully once my family gets here, it'll kind of put a pep back in my step. <laughs> is that the saying? Put a pep in your, no. Put a, mm, I don't know, whatever that saying is. Um, but yeah, I don't feel super Christmassy this year, but that's okay. Yeah, I don't know. I, holidays are always a little stressful, especially like I harbor a lot of stress and anxiety about like food at holidays, even though my relationship with food is 8 million times better than it's ever been. Like the last couple months, it's been so much better than it's ever been, but there's still just that, you know, it's a lot of food. It's a lot of snacks. It's a lot of treats. The last week at work, we... Like, we have new treats and new baking and stuff brought in every day because a patient will bring baking in or, like, whoever. Like, staff will bring treats in, and it's just been a lot. It's been a heavy week of snacking, which is fine. It's, just like, there's nothing wrong with snacking. But when I, like, I go so long with not really snacking because I'm trying not to be a super snacky person anymore. So to go from that to then, like, Oh, all day, every day is me snacking on random chocolate and shit. Like, it just, my stomach is not loving me right now, but that's okay. I don't know. I don't know that I have a ton else to say about that. I don't know. So what we're going to be talking about, oh my God, is this the last episode of the year? Holy shit, it is. Because next week will come out Monday as the first. Oh my God. Okay, so I need to make like a good episode for next week. Okay. So this is the last episode of the year, which is wild. Guys, also, can we chat about the fact, I think there's like 13, no, 11, maybe, 11 or so episodes that have gone up this year, and I'm having so much fun with this. I don't know if anybody else is having fun with it. I'm really enjoying myself, and I, I don't know, I'm really grateful that I started this and that it, like, you know, is doing okay you know whatever i really like it i'm excited for what is to come <laughs> that sounds cheesy but you know what i mean like i'm really grateful that i grew the balls to actually like do this and that it's something that i've stayed semi-committed to um so yeah that's cool i don't know i hope you guys have a good rest of the year can we just quickly touch on the fact that the last day of the year is a sunday so for all of my Sunday reset girlies out there, myself included, next year has to be the best year ever because you get like we get like a full Sunday reset on Sunday, on the 31st, on the last day of the year. We are stepping into the new year right after a Sunday reset, which is the best way to possibly do it. Anyways, I thought that was really cool. I'm very excited for that. Granted, I'm going to the bar for New Year's. <laughs> with a bunch of friends so i don't know how much that counts as a sunday reset getting sloshed at the bar on new year's but that's okay it's all about moderation <laughs> um okay so today this is actually an episode that i had like planned for like a month ago and then it didn't end up working out 
So we're going to chat about it today. Basically, what I want to talk about is the fact that you are ordinary. I'm ordinary. Everybody's ordinary for the most part. And that's a really, really cool thing. You know, it is really... Once you can learn to accept the fact that you're ordinary, it's a really fucking cool situation. So here's the thing. When you are growing up, we are like constantly being told as kids, especially like by parents or family members, people close to you, like you're constantly being told like, oh my God, you're so incredible. You are so smart. You're going to do these big, amazing things. You're going to, you know, you are going to change the world, whatever, whatever. Okay, I should preface. Before I start going actually into this, obviously there is different life situations for different people. I am not talking with like an all-encompassing, this is everybody's situation, because obviously I know that it's not. So if your situation differs from this, I can't personally touch on that. I don't, like, that isn't my situation. That wasn't my situation. So this is, like, coming from kind of where I, how I grew up, I guess. If your life differs, I totally get it. But anyways. Um, Okay, yeah. So constantly told all these big things. People are just constantly, like, inflating your ego. (laughs) Um, And one thing, like, one big thing that happens is that If you are slightly above average anywhere, whether that's in sports, in school, in, I don't know what else, whatever it is, any and all things that are like even slightly above average are placed on this huge pedestal and like so heavily praised in kids. So if you're smart, everybody automatically is like, oh my God, you are going to be incredible like you're gonna have this big high paying career you're gonna go to school for xyz and like kids are allowed to just be smart without having to be extraordinarily smart you know they are allowed to be do well in sports without having the pressure of people saying like oh you're gonna go pro you know and another thing this kind of touches on when we talked about oldest sister syndrome but kids are like constantly being compared to their siblings and their peers and whoever else like anybody in their age range and it can lead to kids like having a tendency to feel almost like unfulfilled with themselves if they don't seem to measure up you know so like say one sibling or one friend does incredible in school like they are just like naturally quite smart and clever and what else and there's another peer that struggles more in school or has different strengths in different subjects and whatnot these kids are automatically going to compare themselves and the kid that tends to not be as academically gifted is going to feel like they are less than because of the fact that the other kid is so heavily praised for these things that kid b is not great at you know (laughs) Um, and like in this, in our childhood being constant, like a constant loop of comparison to academic standards and other kids and our siblings, whatever else, it can almost like, it can cause the development of like a deep inner critic that constantly forces us to feel like we're not enough. And this can really like, this can cause like the growth of a dread of being ordinary. Like 
for kids who, again, whether it be sports, school, whatever part of their life, if they are constantly being told, like, oh, you are like, you are the next it kid, like, you are, you know, this incredible whatever, suddenly the thought of being ordinary, of just being like normal, of being in the standard, that can be like soul crushing. Like, that can feel like so intimidating because all of these people are telling you that oh you're incredible you're gonna do these big things whatever whatever and it you start to associate the fact that like these people are proud of me because of the fact that i'm above like above average because of the fact that i'm really good at this one thing so now what's gonna happen if i'm no longer incredible what if what what happens if next school year my grades are still good but not extraordinary you know now this kid has this feeling of like my entire like my entire worth as a person as a student as an athlete is riding on the fact that i am slightly above average from other kids you know so here's the thing how many times have i said that this episode i need to shut up history and like our past like you know history i guess (laughs) um is full of like extraordinary people who died completely unfulfilled with their life with their accomplishments with whatever they died full of regrets and a lot of them died without being like recognized for their work until years or decades or like centuries later like how many people can you think of off the top of your head that we know about now They were like, oh, this extraordinary person that, like, they changed the narrative for humanity. They created this new, you know, they discovered this new branch of science or they discovered whatever it is. And nobody knew who they were when they were alive. You know, nobody knew that they existed until years after they were dead. And, like, these people will live on forever. That's the thing about being like an extraordinary person or having any type of like discovery whatever it is these people will live forever in books and memory and lectures and education but not all of them are going to live forever for the right reasons you know like some of them are not going to have a good narrative written about them and now because of the fact that they stood out because of the fact that they're extraordinary they have no there's no option for them to like rewrite how they are being written in our existence, you know? And, but here's the thing. People have such a negative narrative. Like people so badly don't want to be ordinary. Being ordinary doesn't mean that you're not going to do anything like special or worthwhile or meaningful or anything like that. Quite the opposite. So many ordinary people create like these huge lives for themselves without being insanely gifted in one area or the other this is a quote that i found online i don't know that it had an author like i don't know that i don't know i just have it jotted out um quote i became a happier person when i realized that my life is more of a collection of short stories than a novel there doesn't have to be an overarching plot unquote And I really fucking liked that because (laughs) I think part of what people associate with like extraordinary people, like people who have, let's just say like 
okay, this person has an incredibly high IQ. Like, they are incredibly smart. And say they work, I don't know, what's like a random field they could work in? Say they work in zoology. I don't know. Um, People's assumption about this person is that point A is them being born and point B is them dying. And their entire life is this big plot, like this big little nice semicircle over their timeline of their life. And everything that they will ever accomplish is within that same little bubble. You know, everything is meshed. Everything is like there's a purpose and it all fits into the same category under the same bubble. That's not true for almost anybody. Your life is so like your life will feel so much more fulfilling long term if you allow yourself to recognize that like each little section, each little portion of your life is like a little short story. You know, so your life is this big book. Your life is this whole, you know, your the story of your life or whatever whatever. So instead of forcing your life to have the same plot from front to back cover, allow it to be these little sections of your life that are these little short stories of like okay here's i don't know here's grade school like here is the short story of when i started kindergarten here is the short story of when i met my best friend here is oh i moved for university what's that short story look like oh i like whatever else all of these events all of these things that happen in your life all of the things that you work towards in your life it's a short story. Like that is its own little section of your life. So instead of looking at the timeline of your life, if you were to draw it out on a piece of paper, it's no longer like, you know, you have your linear timeline, whatever. It's no longer one big bubble over your life. It is going to be all of these little bubbles that vary in sizes. Some of them might be a year long. Some of them might be 10 years long. Other ones are two months long. You know, like all of these little bubbles in your life that are a reflection of the fact that you grew as a person in your timeline you allowed yourself to have a change of opinions you allowed yourself to you know switch up who is surrounding you in life people who were beneficial to you and who suited your lifestyle when you were 20 might not suit your lifestyle when you're 35 and that's totally fine like You are allowed to outgrow people. You are allowed to outgrow jobs and situations and relationships and everything in your life. If you are actively growing as a person, if you are actively changing, keep in mind that your surroundings and your career and the people in your life will also have to change because you you will not be able to have like this miraculous growth in your own life without having some changes around you. You know, I liked that quote. I feel like it kind of encompassed the whole feeling of like, oh, if I'm, you know, like if I decide that because I'm smart, that because I'm, you know, people tell me that I'm gifted, whatever, 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 I need to go to school to be a lawyer. And that's going to be my entire, like my entire life from birth till 18 is going to be about prepping myself for university. And from 18 till 22 it's going to be about prepping for law school. And then from 22 to 25, it's going to be being in law school. You know, like if you force yourself to think of your life as one continuous 
like action, I guess, it's not going to be super beneficial because you're not going to be the same person in different phases of your life. What you want and what you need out of your life at 25 is very different from what you need and what you want at 20. And that's okay. Some of the most extraordinary people to you are going to be the most simple of people to everybody else. So for example, my one of my high school English teachers was like one of the most amazing and influential people in my life, especially growing up, like especially being in high school. They were like a pillar for me in life. And there was nothing insane that they did. Like it's not like they were crazy out of the norm and did all these like revolutionary things they were simply a person that allowed me to feel comfortable in the normality of my life so although they were the type of person that would tell me like hey like you're going to do well in life like you are if you decide to go to school you're going to do well in school if you like whatever you decide you will make a good life out of it they were the pre like they were the type of person to tell me that And they were also the type of person to remind me of like, your life is not going to look exactly how you think it's going to. And that's okay. It doesn't mean that like you've failed. It doesn't mean that if there's a change in your life that suddenly like you did something wrong, your life just changes. Like that's just the way that it goes. And this is not to say that being ordinary doesn't mean that you don't matter. You know, it like if you have nothing revolutionary about you, if there's nothing extraordinary about you, that's okay. Honestly, it can sometimes mean that you matter more because while these people who are classified as like extraordinary and gifted and revolutionary, whatever it else, they have like, they have a reason to continue with what they're doing. If you are a rather ordinary person, if you don't have anything that's like really makes you extraordinary and sets you, you know, against the grain, It means that you're continuing on without like this pushing force of being incredible. It means that you are committed to your goals for the fact that you want to be committed to them and not because you feel like you have to be, you know, because a lot of times what happens, these people that again are classified as gifted, extraordinary, whatever else, how many times can I fucking say those words in an hour? Um... A lot of times they feel the pressure to continue what they're doing and be good at it because people expect that of them. If you don't have that like invisible hand on your back kind of pushing you towards your goals, it simply means that you're doing them because you want to, because you feel like you deserve that, because you want to create this future for yourself. And that is really, really cool. Like it allows you so much room to grow because here's the thing, like you, your normality, you being normal is so much bigger than you, you know? And like accepting that and understanding that gives you something to grow into because I don't think people understand like the, the, the edges of their normality. People don't understand like what it actually means to have a normal life. You've already up to this point in your life, you have already had like hundreds of thousands of millions of life experiences and you'll have millions more like you you know your entire life is personalized so although like genetically biologically you might be nearly identical to hundreds of thousands of other people 
there is at least something that makes you different. There is at least something that sets you apart from everybody else. And like, I don't know, ordinary and basic and simple. They're not bad things. Like, I don't think you've ever looked at somebody and thought that they were like too ordinary. You know, basic, yes, maybe you can call somebody out if they're like a very basic whatever. Have you ever looked at somebody and been like, hmm, you're a little too ordinary? Probably not. And if you have, then maybe take a look into yourself and see why that's something that you said, because it's fucking weird. (laughs) Sorry, that's so bad. Um, I don't know. I think learning to embrace your failure and like rejection in your life and accepting, like taking those in as a chance to heal old wounds from yourself, like old parts of yourself. I think that's like a really, really cool opportunity that some people aren't given. So if you are in the position to be able to like learn to embrace your failure, do it because it's going to be really like transformative in your life and how you look at your life. Like, okay, here's the thing. You have dealt with so much pain, so much hurt, so much bad shit has happened to you in your life. And these like seemingly meaningless experiences allow you to deal with so much more hurt in your life. Not that anybody wants to have pain and hurt in their life, but these little like passing moments in your life that are painful at the time and then they pass, whatever, that is going to give you the opportunity to learn and grow and embrace the fact that you are ordinary and it's going to allow you to have so much more success in your life and i think like here's the here's another thing here's the thing that i think at least like my generation even the generation before me like kind of my parents generation whatever it is um we don't have a third space for like a lot of people do not have a third space in their lives if you don't know what like a third space is essentially there's this thing that i don't know a ton about it so don't like rip me to shreds if i say this wrong but essentially it was this thing that was saying like you should have at minimum three spaces in your life you should have your home you should have your work and then you should have something social like some social place or gathering whatever it is that is a constant fuel in your life most of us don't have that because everything costs money now nobody can go like Nobody feels safe leaving their house alone or even like with a small group of friends. Like it's no longer necessarily safe. Whereas like generations ago or not even generations ago, but like years ago, it was the norm for kids who were like 10 years old to, okay, it's like a Saturday morning. Let's all get together and go walk to the arcade or something, you know, like that's a very like generalized, but you know what I mean? Like it was just a safer place to exist and now it's not that like now leaving the house some days is terrifying like it's not whatever and there used to be so many like free things to do and now there's not everything costs money we're in a cost of living crisis people can't afford to have a third space in their life so for most of us our third place is our phones it's social media it's content it's consuming content well consuming content 
in whatever form that might be that might be podcasts that might be tiktoks instagram netflix whatever it is a lot of people that is their third space like that is there's three aspects of your life there's your home there's your work and there's your phone and that's the honest truth and i think the issue that comes along with that i don't like people were not designed to have the access that we do to endless amounts of information you know like it's not healthy to have every fact ever at your fingertips you know like that is not it can make for a really difficult understanding of like what is expected of you and what is normal in your life because again you go on any social media platform or whatever it is and every story that is written is about these extraordinary people these people who like they find a one in a million type person and because we have access to that person's life and to that person's you know like their story is easily accessible to us i would love if people would stop driving because this person's story and life is like very easily accessible to us it creates this comparison cycle with people that you don't even know so whereas kids used to only compare themselves to like you know other kids that they knew or that they grew up with whatever now people are comparing themselves to everybody else in the world they are comparing themselves to the 0.1 percent of people that you know like their lives are incredible whatever whatever not saying that those people don't deserve to have their story told i don't want to make it seem like i'm saying like oh any like extraordinary people are bad and whatnot that is not what i'm saying in the slightest but what i'm saying is people are not our brains are not designed to have that level of content consumption sorry they are not designed to have that level of content consumption daily and especially not when you are seeing again like these highlights of people's lives that these people only show the absolute best parts of their life and suddenly you are comparing the normality of your life to these people's like their one percent you know it's just not healthy like it's just it makes for a really i am grateful that i at least had like a couple years of my childhood like i didn't get like a cell phone um or even like my ipod i guess i didn't get an ipod till i was like 10 which is early and i understand that that's early but when you see these kids who are like two or three years old and have full access to their ipads i cannot even begin to imagine like what it feels like to have your entire childhood be on the internet you know because i already find that i really struggle with differentiating between like what is normal and what is social media and i don't know i just i feel bad for kids i think it's really gonna fuck up these kids heads in the future because how do you understand that you don't have to like i don't know when you grow up seeing these people like seeing this type of content every single day and you're like five years old how do you create a healthy boundary for yourself like how do you create the understanding of like this is this person's best snippets of their entire year this is not what their everyday life looks like but they're gonna make it look like it's their everyday life so now i'm comparing my entire life to this person i don't know it's just 
it's not healthy. So I think one of the best things that you can do is A, again, learn to embrace the bad shit that's happened to you. Learn to embrace the fact that you are normal. Normal doesn't mean that you can't grow. Normal, I g- So I'm not saying that, like, if you can accept the fact that you're ordinary and that you're normal, whatever else, that's not me saying that you can't grow. That is not me, like, that's not me saying that you can't pave the way for your life to become more than that. So many people have done it. So many, like, very normal people have decided that they no longer want to be normal they no longer want to be whatever else and they create a new life for themselves and that's awesome if that's what you want to do and if that's what you're able to do fantastic i hope it works out you know like all good things to that i just want people to understand the fact that like not everybody's gonna be extraordinary and that's okay you being normal you being ordinary (laughs) is not a bad thing it's not like this negative thing that you were taught that it is you know people grow up thinking that being normal is the worst thing that you could possibly be and it's really not you know like there's i don't know learn to embrace that you're normal and accept it and if you want to grow from that then grow from it like accept it acknowledge it and go higher you know whatever it is try and create healthy circumstances in your life if you don't have a third space right now you should get one (laughs) i know it's not as easy as it sounds but find something or somewhere in your life that allows you to have that third space that isn't digitally accessible you know because again anything on your phone or your computer i feel like it feeds into the comparison cycle that a lot of us are stuck in and that's not the point like that defeats the purpose so i don't know i hope that you can find a healthy space in your life i don't know that's i didn't have a great conclusion to this it was just something that i was thinking about the one night in bed and i was like i feel like i should talk about this because growing up for me like being normal felt like such a scary thing and it's not you know like it's really not it's it's such a privilege to be able to say that you have a normal life it is such a privilege to be able to say that you despite all of the shit that you went through growing up you're normal like you're okay you are a very ordinary person you know so i don't know i guess that's all i've really got on that um so yeah i don't know if you guys listen this far answer the q a if you're on spotify um i hope you guys have an incredible rest of your year i know there's only like a week left i hope that the holidays are good for you i know holidays can be tough but i hope that you have a good holiday a good time off of work whatever it out well whatever it is um be gentle with yourself this holiday season be gentle with yourself in the new year don't feel pressure to create this long list of resolutions that don't really mean anything but maybe we'll chat about that next week because next week it'll come out on the first um so yeah that's all i've got for you today um i'm so 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 grateful that you guys are here i hope you have a well i hope you have a fantastic christmas morning um i hope that you know whatever it is i hope that whatever you want out of this season you achieve out of this season um so thank you so much well thank you guys so much for listening um i yeah i'm so glad you're here i'm so grateful that you're here 
so I will chat with you guys next weekend. No, I will chat with you guys next week. Okay, goodbye. <laughs>